To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. The uh, stock trading app links are in the description down below. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the new format. Actually, it's kind of the older format when we first got started in the original Spare Parts Studio. If you have questions, concerns, or comments, you can go ahead and hit me up on my website, positivesarcasm.com. I'm on Instagram. You can send me information or, excuse me, you can send me questions there uh, at positive underscore sarcasm, facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can also email me directly for all questions, concerns, comments, uh, queries, uh, audio video editing requests it can all go through to my website or excuse me my email directly which is positive sarcasm at outlook.com so uh, that being said we are we are in the second week of the new format which is a take on the original format which was uh, article based and then we finished up with Q&A and right for now we are switching basically almost entirely to Q&A which will come from multiple sites across the internet it'll come from personal uh, uh, requests or concerns or whatever, and we will do our best to take these questions, these dilemmas that these people are having, and try to pull them apart the best we can to see if we can resolve the situation in a peaceful or amicable or just a most respectful manner, and maybe some of these items that are in some of these Q&As, like maybe a portion of the of the question has something to do with you, and maybe you'll get some, inform, uh, some information or some guidance out of it. Uh, once again, this is for entertainment purposes only. I am not licensed uh, in anything, um, so if you have questions, concerns, or comments, I recommend. There's some links down below for some podcasts that you may want to listen to. There are links to... Um, a website that offers counseling and then there's also a you know in case of emergency break glass uh, link so go ahead and check all those out and the links for the 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 Weeble app and for the eToro app that's for financial health and wellness that's for basically if you want to start investing in your future on your own um, and you're not really sure how to get started or you just want to be able to do it yourself and you know have that financial freedom those options are available for you too because uh, I believe it's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is food, shelter, and one other thing, which I can never remember the other thing. Obviously, food and shelter which allows you to live. And then the third thing, obviously, well, go find that. So all you got to do is look for Mer Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and this will help you uh, understand what you truly need in order to be secure, look secure, and build a better life for yourself. But the financial apps, if you sign up for them, you'll get uh, free stocks or free cash rewards when you sign up. Uh, the eToro app I just started with, I'm very heavily buried in the Weeble app, but the eToro app I'm signing up for as well because you can still trade crypto uh, in that app as well as buying stocks and stuff. So there's, there's pros and cons to both of them, but either way, if you sign up for it using the referral apps, Using those referral links, you'll get free stuff. So, um, Now, these questions are coming, of course, from dig.com, their good questions section. Now, if I'm going to be reading these things and offering some type of, I guess, guidance, well, what's pre-qualifying me? What am I doing? 
what am I doing personally? And you know, and that means professionally, whatever. What am I doing to better myself right now? And I have answers for you. They are, there's some little things, and then there's some big things. But I mean, like there's some there's some things like obviously changing the format of this podcast and bringing it back after uh, almost a month long hiatus. Bringing it back, showing that to showing the world and myself that I can still do this even though there's 10 million other podcasts out there. Bringing it back to YouTube now that the format's changed. I did not change this format for YouTube. I did not do that. I changed it because this is what I can uh, uh, emotionally offer right now as far as for the podcast. So. But this is not what I would consider controversial. So unless YouTube has other thoughts about my new format change, this will continue. This will start to air again, as it already has on YouTube, on Rumble, and of course anywhere where podcasts are available. So those that's you know the little things like a format change. Uh, I'm making concept videos again. I dropped two of them. One's called Noise, so you can go ahead and check that one out. The other one I just did, it was called it's called Wild. Um, the music is by Spoon, a great band. Uh, it's about basically global turmoil, a look at global turmoil reflected from a local point of view. So knowing that everything that's going on out there, you're literally just going for walks, going for drives, working out, you know, picking up sea glass by the ocean and just hanging out with your dog. And it's like this, all this stuff is out there wrapped up in your head. And it's just a basically a three and a, a three and a half minute look at what if the uh, in, you know the inconceivable happens and you're just in your day to day. That was it. So I dropped that one once again. Noise, which is available on YouTube's Positive Sarcasm primary concept page, and Wild, which just dropped I think a few days ago. Um, so you know format changes, making concept videos again, accepting praise when people say hey good job, accept that. If they truly mean it, then accept it. Because by accepting praise, it should allow you to give praise as well, which I have also started doing. Offering praise, offering uh, uh, not guidance, but just support. Offering support. And not pushing people to be better, but helping them hand in hand by helping to be better. Or when they're in their tough moments, or when they have questions, or they're frustrated. Just help. Help and support. So little things, giving, getting praise and giving praise will allow you to take that path or has allowed me to take that path to being a better person. I do have top, uh, top five that I'd like to let you know what I'm doing to better myself, which has already seen some significant turnarounds, even though there's still a ways to go. So I'll offer those to you now, just letting you know these are things that I'm doing. These are the things that I'm doing. Before, so that I can at least give you some pre-qualifications as to why maybe answering these questions, maybe not as well as I should have in the past, but now that maybe I'm in a better position to offer some help, I guess, or support now. So little things, like for example, I know like the format changes, but one little thing here is I've always, I've never liked my jawline. So I started, I got like one of these little jaws, you know, jawsercise things. You just put it in your mouth. And when I'm driving somewhere, I generally just throw one of these things in my mouth and I just, I chew on it. I chew on it to help it strengthen my jawline. Um, it's a calorie burner. It's just, it's good. Uh, it, it works. The first one I tore to pieces, but this one is, is much better. It's like a $5 thing. You just boil it in water for a few minutes and then you just throw it in your mouth and you go for a drive. It's a good habit to have. 
because when you're eating soft foods, you don't you don't have a strong jawline. So I figured this might be helpful for me. So I'm giving it a shot. I don't know if it's working or not, but I do like the habit of doing it. So that's like a really small thing. So there's small things and then there's big things. So that's number one was just, you know, mouth strengthening facial features. Uh, Number two, which is a big thing, is I am in counseling. I have a counselor. I have somebody that I talk to on uh, a daily basis, sometimes twice a day to talk about what if what what do I need to improve on what needs to be turned around completely and we've discovered you know we definitely like in the first conversation or the first interaction it was groundbreaking absolutely groundbreaking um Jordan Peterson has a quote basically burn your imperfections off like dead wood so when you go to San Francisco or you excuse me you go to the upper valley of San Fran, they have these really large trees. They're called redwoods, and there's a few other uh, types out there. But in order to protect the inside of the tree from getting infected with some type of weird viruses or whatever, they will literally set the inside of the tree on fire. And that, for you know, if you're a, I think it's a botanist, excuse me, or an arborist, one of the two, um, there that is good for the health of the tree. But as a human, burning your imperfections off like dead wood has allowed me to focus on the important things of what I need to do. And basically understanding shame, narcissism, sociopathy, um, all these traits that I uh, have had or have just rid myself of. And then learning how to – because once you shred shed those selves, shred yourself of those things – it definitely is like shedding a like when a lobster sheds its shell. You're in a weakened state for a while, and to become a better person and a stronger person and a more compassionate person, it, it, you're weak in the beginning, and then as you build up and become stronger, you're a much better human being because of it. So I am in definitely intense counseling to until um until it is resolved. Period. Like there's. I have not put an end date on this. It is going to be until I feel that I am the, and my my counselor agrees that I'm in the best position possible as a human being, and it may even continue after that. But it's 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 aggressive. It's aggressive for sure, um, and a a lot of listening and a lot of guidance and a lot of ba- da- basic daily practices. Of how to of how to interact with myself and people around me, and it is definitely um, a huge change of pace for how I do things. That's a big thing. Counseling is huge. Ther- therapy, basically. Um, and I would not have discovered these narcissistic tendencies. So there's aggressive narcissism, which you see in some like, you know, uh, maybe like, you know, presidents or politicians and then or certain people. And then there's like a, 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 a regressive narcissism, past trauma, uh, 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 you know, running away and hiding, um, disappearing, little and un- childish things, lashing out when you shouldn't. These little things that have been identified and understood classified under this under this phrase under this word under this whole thing and understanding that that was a issue 
It's like, oh, I know what this is. I can, I can fix this. I can, I can under, I can, I can fix this. I did not know this applied to me, but now I can fix it. Now I can work on it. And I would not have done that. I, I would, I'll be honest. I would have never have figured it out had I not talked to somebody and continued to talk to them. Period. Um, another thing that is kind of medium. I have not been back to. So I talked about building your own home gym uh, about two years ago. I'd say it's about two years ago, and it's great. Like I love having a home gym with a lot of aggressive weights, and it saves you a ton of money. Uh, this past week or so is the first time I've been back to an actual gym um, since COVID. So, and um, it's actually, I'm going to boxing classes. So I'm going to kickboxing and boxing classes over at Nine Rounds in Portsmouth. Um, I, I've, I've given myself at least twice a week plus private sessions with a trainer um, to f- focus on endurance, focus on speed, focus on um, strength and just overall caloric and it, it just Everything that that class can offer, the private sessions, focus, um, you know, co- uh, coordination, all these things. So I've signed up for them. Uh, I'm going basically two, three times a week. Um, I don't assume to know anything, and I'm. I feel like I'm doing. Okay, I'm actually doing okay for somebody who just walked back into an actual gym uh, for three years. So this is. Uh, that's a huge thing. It is an investment. It is an, a financial investment. Don't kid yourself. These things aren't cheap, but it is an, an investment in myself and my overall health and wellness because I'm going to be running um, some 5Ks uh, this year at, at, to, in order to challenge uh, myself and see how you know, all this, all this time of taking care of myself physically uh, without the guidance of anybody uh you know outside it's like okay what 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 does that prove what does that prove what 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 can i do so all right run some 5ks um uh, you know and and go to these classes and of course weight train on my own so that is a huge change of pace it's a huge change of pace it's going to be a significant improvement i believe um and i believe it's a good financial investment on my health Another one, I have suffered with sleep problems for a long time for a lot of reasons because my brain just won't stop racing because I never feel like I'm doing enough. Like I feel like I keep screwing up all kinds of all kinds of things that get in the way of my sleep. And finally, it's come to a head and I've had to do something about it medically. But I don't go to I don't want to go to a doctor. Is there something I can do to prevent that? And I turn to an immediate resolution. And I've tried, I've been offered um, edibles, sleep edibles in the past, and they've worked. They've absolutely worked every time. Um, With all these life changes, though, it's been very difficult for me to sleep. So I am uh, officially back. I'm on them full time. And I take, no, literally. So yeah, THC with a little bit of CBD in there, 10 and a half milligrams Every night before, uh, about an hour before I go to bed, every time. That is a new supplementation I'm adding to my health and wellness. Um, 
they work more than they don't. It is super important that I get my rest so that I am able to be a productive member, a productive, uh, approachable member of society. So that is another financial investment in myself. So if you are in a position where you have no way of getting to sleep and you're trying to do some of these things, uh, I don't know if I can actually say, hey, try this, but it is an option if it's available to you in your area, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and it is helping. So so uh, mouth jaw strengthener, counseling, informational podcasts and books on top of the counseling. So informational podcasts like Jordan B. Peterson's podcast, um, a couple others. Mel Robbins is also on my uh, weekly download list that I listen to. There's a, um, Also, I have downloaded the – I have the – 12 Rules for Life Beyond Order, which is part two, um, which I plan on rereading. I have also downloaded the audiobook for the original 12 Rules for Life. I went through it, like just steamrolled right through it. So I listened to that um, that book. And I've also downloaded Maps of Meaning, which I'm going to be listening to. And that's a long one. That's a very, very long one. So I'm going to be listening to that. So I'm essentially, I'm into books, informational podcasts, and of course, counseling on top of all of that. We're going into, we're getting into this. We're doing this. We're fixing this, you know. Um, and then, of course, boxing class, which is a, a, that's a, you know, that is something important. That is hard to do, um, but I'm doing it. Um, the classes are about 30 minutes. Um, I don't know how long the PT is, but we'll start from there and move forward. The, on top of all of this, one of the most important things I needed to do was let go of my anger because the only anger I really had that was justified was towards myself. At least I felt it was justified. But no longer being angry for really any reasons was important. That was a priority one. That was priority one. And that was one of the first things I did was letting go – once I started getting counseling – uh, letting go of all of my anger and just being like, how can I help? How can I be supportive? Who can I offer assistance to? What can I do in a calmly, thoughtful, rational manner? Because part of narcissism is lashing out and being angry and stuff like that, and that has to stop. And it has. Now, this is going to take some time because there's going to be some roller coasters. But letting go of your anger because there's no reason to be angry um, in my situation. Now, I understand if you folks are having some frustrations in your own life, but for me, there's no reason to be angry right now. If somebody gives me a reason to be angry and they say, no, you should be upset at this, then, all right, let me hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you have to say. Is there a reason to be angry? Okay, they're, oh, if they are saying, no, there's a reason you should be angry, and they explain something to me that makes sense, well, what are my course of actions here? I'm ups- If to be angry means that I need to do something about this, what do you advise? What do you suggest? What should I do about this situation that's upsetting so that m- the environment can improve, that I can improve, that we can improve? What is that? What is What can be done? And just by listening, understanding, 
and supporting yourself and others in those vent in, in those things the anger never has a chance to take over you so that you do so you start doing things irrationally again you just have to let that go you have to let that go because the anger will consume you and it will allow you to it will allow you support you to make all kinds of incredibly poor decisions so you just got to stop it's just got to stop so you just do it now you can there's a, you can be assertive and things like that and you can be strong but to be angry is a weakness there's reasons to be angry but to just be irrational and, and, and you know impulsively angry it's a weakness that's clown stuff that's childish behavior that's narcissistic behavior so you have to let that go um so those are five things that now oh final thought on that thing of letting go of anger if when you let go of anger you can accept loving people into your life you can accept people into your life better you can do all these other things like when you get praise you can love the praise appreciate the praise and give it back and you become a more supporting person supportive person this is what i've learned from counseling this is what i've been able to do this is and i this has all taken place over the last few weeks and i've been doing literally whenever i have doubts whenever i have concerns whenever i have questions whenever i get scared or whenever i feel ashamed i make a phone call i send a text i send an email i run these decisions for now through counseling through quite through therapy and we and it's talked about and that has allowed me to focus and it has allowed me to be more creative and it has allowed me to become more outgoing uh and compassionate and approachable um my counselor did state though that do not be naive because when you are this compassionate and this when you become that type of person when you first start you can be taken advantage of but besides that um that is essentially what i have done to better myself over the past uh few weeks and it has seen i've they're they're telling me they've seen significant turnarounds and things like that in me but there's still a long way to go it's a long process um so continue to do this focus on it be better every time and hopefully good things will come of it so um that being said those are my qualifications now let's go ahead and move on to the q a because i know there's always going to be something interesting and some other light dilemmas that people throw out there and hopefully we can tackle them if you have questions or concerns or comments you can email me through my website positivesarcasm.com and there's other various ways of getting hold of me um anyways let's go ahead and jump into it sorry uh let's see here yeah gator light zero it's got sodium potassium chloride magnesium and calcium so trying to keep my electrolytes up especially now that i'm doing more aggressive workout routines and you know just trying to keep my weight up and keep myself going okay all right let's move on to the main section of this pop this podcast so do we want to pop that up pop that on the screen yes we do okay <clears throat> once again for entertainment purposes only 
I have sort of a strange situation. I provide, I provide consulting services for mostly small business owners. This generally involves scheduling some meetings and I have an email, quote, personal assistant bot that does this for me. It is a female name, which was the default, and does announce that it is a bot, though I don't think it's hard to tell. It gives a standard salutation and signs off with a, quote, thank you. Uh, thank you, sincerely, bot name. All it does is schedule meetings, and it's not nearly to the level of an AI chatbot or anything. Any parts of an email that it receives that don't seem related to scheduling just get ignored by the program. The emails show up in my inbox, and I review them to make sure everything got added to my calendar correctly. Um, however, this complete... Okay. However, this complete lack of personal type interaction has not stopped several of the men, not usually the actual owners of the client businesses, it is scheduling appointments with from asking it out on dates. Sometimes this happens within the same emails that were used to schedule meetings. And once a man sent an after hours email from his personal address, which is somehow both creepier and also better work life boundaries, I don't know. So far, I have just ignored these incidents and gone on with a professional relationship like nothing happened. Okay. Obviously, this would be inappropriate behavior if it was happening to an actual human assistant, and I would deal with it, and I would deal with it, excuse me. However, since it's happening to a bot, what am I supposed to do? Obviously, the bot doesn't have opinions about the issue, but if one of my employees is asking out a woman after a very basic scheduling email with absolutely no personal content, um... I'd probably want to know about it so I could address it because it is probably happening to real human assistants as well. What are your thoughts? Um, well, look, I can tell you this. There's a lot of loneliness in the world. There's a lot of men that are misguided, unfortunately, um, out there in the world. So anything, anything that, I guess writes back or texts back or emails back or you know anything like that that they have maybe that is something that is happening because people lost a lot of like emotional connection with the world when that whole scenario went down when lockdowns happened and all that stuff and it's it's been mentally devastating to a lot of people myself included um i know it definitely affected me emotionally and i think still does now, do I respond to AI chatbots? No, not unless they're trying to get my account information back. Uh, but the should you address it if you if you want? Uh, but maybe, yeah, try changing the options of the calendar. Make it sound less feminine. Make it sound less hit-onable, something like that. Try try changing it and see what happens. Obviously, you don't want to lose your client base. You can approach them, but you don't want to embarrass them. Well, maybe you do. I don't I don't know your intentions. Um, be, because these are these are clients. Your goal, if it's a professional environment and you want to keep these clients, then obviously, um, maybe just you know a. Sh Shaming them via email may not be the greatest idea. I, I don't know. If you if you have a different opinion, please let me know. But if you just want to change the the bot, change its name, change how it sounds, 
so that it, it seems more robotic so that you don't start to get that in uncanny valley type of atmosphere where people are just responding to anything that is soothing then yeah do that and try to keep it as professional as possible that might help uh next one here we go my husband and i were thrilled recently to have the opportunity to leave town for one night nice my parents offered to watch our four-year-old son for 24 hours the 24 hours we were gone my folks live locally and i have spent and have spent a lot of time with the grandson but they'd never done the overnighting thing before we left our folks very prepared with pre-made meals and we were confident that everything would be fine just after we arrived at our destination, a four-hour drive, we get a call from my sister who said that our son has been taken to the ER because of an allergic reaction to peanuts. My parents know about our son's allergy. We do have peanut butter in the house, but after discovering the allergy a couple of years ago, we, could, we, of course, could never give him peanuts in any form. Turns out my dad decided to give him some peanut butter on a cracker as a snack. We raced home, and then everybody was... we. Were, we raced home, and by then everybody was home. My sister was at our house with our son. He was fine and in bed. My parents had gone back to their house. I called them the next morning to hear what had happened, and my dad told me that he had given our son some peanut butter. I would have been completely understanding if he had told me they'd forgotten about the allergy, but he didn't say that. He said basically that he didn't believe in this allergy, and he didn't think this would be a big deal. I guess until our son's throat closed and they raced into the hospital. My husband and I are, are livid. We don't like to use we don't like to use access to our child as a way to punish our folks, but given that they haven't apologized, we decided to take a break from having our son spend time with them. This included not seeing them for Christmas. Ooh. Okay. You are taking this seriously. We don't want to overreact to m- or make anything make everything worse, and we're both wondering what you think. Okay. Um, the Christmas thing is, yeah, that hurts. Not going to lie to you, that hurts. Um, I get the whole peanut allergy thing. I get it from both sides. Allergies can be dangerous for whatever reason. They are, they can. People go into serious shock. People can die. It's just the truth of life that there are allergies that people have that can be that can be severe that's just how it is are there medical ways around this sure they're working on them right now it'll be great once they're discovered or you know available but at this time he didn't believe in it but it happened if you want to value if you want your grandson excuse me grandson i'm sorry if you want your child to continue having a good relationship with your parents and you want to have them have access and all this stuff and kind of bury the hatchet yeah you can sit down and talk to them you can absolutely sit down and talk to them maybe they didn't believe it maybe your father's got some pride um i don't think he's gonna give him peanuts again i don't think he's gonna give him peanut butter again i I don't think that's going to happen again um if there's validity to what he's saying hear him out but the fact is, is he did something and it caused your son to have to go to the ER. Now, was it overblown, the ER visit? I, I don't know. You said that his throat closed, which means severe. That's bad. That's bad. Not arguing with that. 
I'm just talking about what is what it's done is done. Um, it it is it can be forgivable. It can be recuperable. This can be fixed. So, and you've definitely proven a point by taking a break, including Christmas. So, having a conversation with them about this, because, quite frankly, you as a couple, you and your husband, I know your husband's upset and you're upset, but you folks also need time away as well to spend time with each other, the intimacy, the romance, the independence, just establishing where you guys are and just taking a break. It's, it's deserved. So maybe um, trying the whole spending time, them spending time with their grandson again might be a better outcome. They just, these things do happen. Understandably, you're upset. There might be a amicable way to resolve this without any more, you know, depravity. Uh, or you know breaking from the, the seeing the grandparents so consider that rightfully upset though considering it is your child it is your everything you don't want anything bad to happen to your son because ultimately you're responsible but you can't at the same time you cannot helicopter you cannot bulldoze you have to get, allow your son to be out you know trust in other people it's important otherwise he's not going to grow as a person so there's there's two there's two sides to this um but i i would prefer like making amends trying this again and seeing if you could move forward with your grandparents looking after your son i think that would be a great thing i think it'd be the best thing try it and hopefully a good pattern emerges because of it. Let's move on to the next one. What time are we at? 33? Nice. Nice pace. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. My husband is infertile, and our only option to have a child is to conceive with donor sperm. However, I refuse to use the sperm of a stranger. In addition to medical history concerns, I worry about family history family, history, and other factors. However, I have a friend I've known since we were children, um, Rob. He's smart, handsome, successful, and I know his family well. I asked Rob if he would donate sperm to us, and he agreed. However, he recently changed his mind and doesn't want to go through with it. I'm also friends with Rob's sister, and she told me if it was Rob's girlfriend who... And she told me it was Rob's girlfriend who made him change his mind. Okay. I'm very hurt and angry. I was counting on Rob to do this for us. I'm thinking of giving his girlfriend a call and telling her to stop interfering in the most in this important matter. The whole situation has caused a lot of tension with my husband, who even said that maybe this is a sign that we shouldn't have children. I desperately want a baby, and I know this is all the doing of Rob's girlfriend, who has a history of interfering in our friendship. Should I get in touch with her or talk to Rob again? Um, so... Rob's girlfriend has is it wrong to say that Rob's girlfriend has a say in this because my first re reaction is I think she does now your personal with history with Rob is not here it's not listed here and I'm not going to go into it obviously you said that Rob is a 
is somebody you've known since you were a kid, since you were children. And you said he's smart, he's handsome, he's successful, and you know his family well. So obviously you you two know each other. Okay, hey, cool. Um, but he has a girlfriend, and I think you you obviously have to take his girlfriend's wishes into account. You have to take Rob's family's uh, decision into account, Rob's decision into account, and your husband's decisions into account. Now, that being said, I get that you're hurt and you're angry, and this doesn't fit your. I I don't. I have to take your thoughts and feelings into account as well this is obviously what you want you obviously want a child you want a healthy child you want to bring a child into this world that's great but you have to have other options for bringing one in all right there's there is adoption foster care there is other sperm donor you know there's other donors out there there are other ways you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket with Rob and I'm talking only as a sperm donor here you should not be putting all your eggs in one basket if there's a pun in there please excuse me um I feel like yeah you do have a say in all this because this is your body it it is uh your decision to have a child and your decision to have a healthy child the best of your abilities and however your husband supports you is great Maybe it is a sign, but I get that you're upset, but there are there are options to make this work. And quite frankly, it's up to you when that child is born to make sure that they're healthy and taken care of and that they're raised well, regardless of where the child came from. Regardless, that child is part you. And as your husband grows with you, will become part of him as well. So... Keep this in mind and don't don't um, option out all these other th- or don't con- don't di- uh, not don't not consider these other options. They are valuable. There are definitely people. There are definitely better people out there that can help you with this situation. It doesn't have to be Rob. Anyways, let's move on to the next one. Um, so as oh to answer the question, should you get in touch with her or talk to Rob again? Um. I think call Rob. He consulted his partner. Ask only once. Don't be upset. Call Rob. Ask if you would like if you you as a happily married woman would be uh, can speak with him and his girlfriend and see if he considers it. If he does, move forward with the talk. And just throw that out there like this. If you get a no on in either step of that request, then that's 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 it. That's how it is. And you just gotta respect it. You, you just gotta respect it because it is a thing. Knowing that he's donating something that you know could potentially look like him or act like him, and it's, it might be a lot for him. Um. Now that being said, if I was Rob and somebody wanted me to donate sperm, it's like that's a, look. If somebody was that desperate, I would consider it. 
offering something like that, um, there'd have to be some talks and there'd have to be, you know, I have to consider a lot of things and I have to consider a lot of people's opinions on it. So that's, I think I've milked that one for all it's worth. Let's move on to um, this last one here before we close up shop. <clears throat> Excuse me. My husband gets up every morning and immediately takes a shower. There are no exceptions. He does not present himself to others, even our children, before showering. If he is up to go on a 20-mile bike ride, he showers first. If it's Christmas morning and the kids are eager to open presents, every way, everyone waits for him to shower, finish his shower. This is the way he is. I have worked and always will happily work around what, in my mind, is just one of his quirks. About 10 years ago, I learned he revealed to a family member his concerns about my not showering often enough and sometimes someday acquiring old lady smell. I expressed to him how much he had hurt me and how terribly he made me feel about myself. He apologized, but I'm reminded of the hurt every time he talks about my showering, which he does nearly every day. He thinks it's an innocent question. He, If he asks me when I'm going to shower, but for me, this means I must smell bad. Sometimes he'll mention how quick my shower was. I asked him a thousand times to please stop talking about my showering, but he won't even try. He says he's not doing anything wrong. I'm at my wit's end. I feel constantly assaulted. Uh, he just says he doesn't mean anything by it, but that's that's that it's unreasonable of me to expect him to not use the word shower, that it's my problem and I have to get over it. What should I do? Am I the one who needs therapy? Um... I would go to therapy, and if the problem starts being sor- if this problem starts sourcing towards your husband's way of how he approaches these things, he needs to be brought into therapy as well. Um, obviously, look if you have a hygiene problem, if your friends think that you might have a hygiene problem, if your therapist thinks you might have a hygiene problem, let's address that. Okay, let then that needs to be addressed. Are we showering every single day? Okay. Are we, you know, I, do I shower like twice a day? Yeah, I shower twice a day, but it's it's different. That's that's me. That's what I do. That's what I do. She's accepted his quote quirks, so, all right, cool. But he's not accepting you as you are. If there's a hygienic problem, okay. But if there isn't, then he needs to be. This needs to be discussed, and. You shouldn't be censoring yourself, but you said you're at wit's end here, which is bad because it's, I don't want your relationship to suffer or ultimately fail because of this and this being combined with other things in the relationship that could use some work. I I wouldn't want that to end. I would rather your husband be confronted and be put brought in therapy and just this worked out. That's what you want. That's the that's the scenario you're hoping for, I think. So, um, his comments are they are aggressive. They seem aggressive from from first look. Um, he's concerned about your old lady smell. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Um, if you shower every single day, then I don't. Like I said, I don't I don't know you. I don't know what you smell like. I don't know your habits, but I th- think that um, him being honest with you is helpful. 
and then you discussing this with some type of intermediary to resolve this is a proper course of action than this just hitting some type of wall where words are exchanged, actions are taken, and this whole thing falls apart. I wouldn't want to see that. I wouldn't want to see that. I wouldn't want that to happen. So please approach this the best way possible and for him as well to approach this the best way possible before it's too late. Okay? Take the best route home. Never assume that you have to go through that brick wall in order to get to the other side. There's ways around this. There's ways to resolve this. So... Um, that is the end of this week's Q&A. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can hit me up at my website, positivesarcasm.com. Um, you can like, subscribe, and share on any platform that you feel is appropriate. This is available on Rumble. Um, you just look for Positive Sarcasm. It's available on YouTube, Positive Sarcasm. Uh, positive, excuse me, Positive Sarcasm Podcasts. There's a links to all kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, in the links down below, financial, wellness, um, emotional and thera therapy wellness uh, uh spiritual wellness and you know uh mental health wellness and of course uh in case of emergency wellness is all available in the descriptions in the description below don't hesitate to try any of it it seems to be working for me we have a long way to go but i hope to you know every week answer more of these questions whether they are on the website or they are sent to me directly to make the world a better place on an individualistic level okay we can't save the world with this podcast i cannot solve the israel palestine russia ukraine uh, uh wef uh, dilemma i can't there are better podcasts for that there's a ton of them out there that can help resolve that this just isn't one of them but we can help solve people's questions and concerns every single week and i hope to be better in that content uh that content publication going forward so once again you can find me on rumble you can find me on youtube at positive sarcasm podcast and you can find me on anywhere where pod audio format is available that includes substack so in the meantime uh thank you for listening watching and subscribing and i'll talk to you all i think next week recorded here from the spare parts studio for entertainment purposes only this has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Oh